great future. We're talking real money. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Talking Real Money Big Wednesday Q&A podcast. Yes, Q&A because we have lots of Qs and apparently you want our A's. And I mean, answers. That's, ah, what, that's yeah. what I meant by A's. I want to make sure I'm clear answers, on that. Tom. Okay, just, got yeah, it. Just yeah. don't, even go, don't even go there. Okay, don't not going. Mind. Staying here. Um, but, but before we go to your questions, of which we have many, we're really trying to get caught up so that we're taking questions from April before we get to May um, because we're still taking some from March. Got so many questions. We could do a Q and A show pretty much every day now. With as many are coming in, it's maybe just we ridiculous. should. Really? Do you have time for that? No, I don't. I, <laughs> I definitely do I'd not. I have to do them all. Uh, but before we do that, yeah. Today, when we're recording this, is Wednesday, the twenty seventh day of April, two thousand and twenty two A.D or CE, or whatever. I'm Don McDonald. Over there is Tom Cock. Common Era. CE, Common Era. Common ah, AD. very good. Yeah. Hmm. Um, now I've lost track. Oh, we have an important announcement. Something that actually <laughs> Wasn't really- was that important, apparently. Really bothered us. Bo- bothered Tom. Oh. Uh, I, I'm too tired because uh, just a little behind the scenes thing. I had an overnight movie shoot last night. It's not a movie you're you're gonna see. It's a student film that I did for a master of fine arts student, and I had to play a mobster. So no live ammo, though, right? No gun. No gun. How can no, you have a mobster killed, movie without a gun? We we killed a guy, but we poisoned him. Oh, I was gonna say garrote or something. That's no, even tougher we, to we pretend. Poisoned him. Okay, all yeah. because he beat me at a pool game. Well, I, I just think that's very petty on seen my part. Seen people but, killed for less, but still okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Tom's got an important announcement well, that we would like to share. Well, it's not my announcement. You. It's not my announcement, well, but it is a major announcement. I, well, I couldn't help it. You I, I read it in the paper this morning. It was a front page of the Wall Street Journal yesterday, Tuesday, the 26th. Oh, yes. Gosh, see, the well, days blur together. I was I'm yesterday sure they I do. saw this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you've heard of Fidelity, no doubt. They're one of the, I think they're the largest retirement custodian in the country, I believe. Yeah, I don't Operator, know, but they're, they're gigantic. Yes. Yeah, they're gigantic. They have a lot of mutual funds. Yeah, well, they announced uh, yesterday uh, in a horrendously pandering decision that uh, they're going to be uh, make it possible for plans to offer Bitcoin in their 401k as a 401k option and put up to 20% in Bitcoin. Now, just because Fidelity offers this does not mean the plans necessarily have to follow suit and do that, right? The plan, each plan is written their own way. Let's hope they don't. Well, I mean, this is outrageous. And this uh, pandering is the only word that comes to mind for me. Um, <laughs> in this article I love from Associated Press points out that not only Bitcoin had five days last year where it plunged by at least 10%, and they point out that the S&P 500 had two such drops in 50 years. But I love this quote. There's still fundamental disagreement about how much a Bitcoin is worth or even if it's worth anything at all. Because yes, there is a fundamental disagreement about there, that. Is there it is. worth anything at all? I, and, uh. and your Fidelity's announcement comes with this. Our clients expect us to be ahead and developing innovative solutions. Uh-huh. No. 
Now here's don't. see th- that's the thing when you and I have managed money for many years we're on the other end of the spectrum. I'm gonna be careful. I'm not gonna the run less ahead and be innovation. Yeah, the better. We know, but looking at this industry is strewn with all kinds of terrific innovations that have ended up in the scrap on the scrap heap. Um, and there's going to be big fees, of course, associated with this. It's only going to update the price once a day. <laughs> You're not going to be able to get into your 401k. This reminds me of when I believe I have this correct on, you'll know better when 401k plans allowed people to invest in individual stocks. I think they did that up to about 20 years ago where you could actually invest in company stocks. You mean, you mean gamble? Yeah. Speculate. I mean, this is pure speculation. Honestly, I honestly believe that the, uh, the next step in this, in this innovative, innovative, innovative evolution of investing, investing, innovative evolution. Ooh, I'm going to patent that. I'm going <laughs> to trademark that. The next step. Yeah. Why not just skip all of the middle people, all of those people who are making money in the interim <laughs> and Fidelity just come out with online gambling 401ks. Oh, you can bet directly on horses. You can yeah. bet on football games. You can spin a virtual wheel and win a million dollars on a $10 bet. Let's I've have got, some fun. Yeah. Why? Why are we sitting there with these <laughs> these stodgy mutual funds when we could have electronic poker in our four hundred one k? We. Uh, yeah. Okay. All kidding aside, this. No. Is I wait. No. No. no it's actually aside. very little difference. There is very little difference than putting your money into a uh, cryptocurrency than playing video poker. Yeah, Very I, little. There, there is. We've already discussed this ad nauseum, but Bitcoin has apparently no not intrinsic- not enough people are not yeah. enough people are throwing up yet for it to be ad nauseum. <laughs> it has no intrinsic. If you buy a stock, there's a company behind it. If you buy a bond, there's an issuer. Mm-hmm. When you buy Bitcoin, wait for it. There's air. There's nothing. It's ab. Thank you. There's absolutely no back. There's nothing there other than what the next person says it's worth. That's it entirely. So that's the greater fool. Fidelity. Come on, really? But you know, I no, just, see everybody's sure. pandering. You're yeah, right, though. That's the you know, word. it's the lemming thing. The, yep. the, the, mm-hmm. the lemmings are rushing off the cliff. We got to go rush off with them. Oh, there is some. Although good news it isn't. In- by the way, the lemming story of lemmings rushing off a cliff yes. to their death. Yeah is not a true story. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It is not true. Walt Disney literally staged the lemmings falling, following each other off a cliff to their death by, by going out to Iceland or somewhere and setting lemmings on a turntable and flinging them in front Duh. of the camera. Duh, Walt. <laughs> this is a true story. Yeah, I will I add one thing to the Bitcoin don't. story. One piece of good news from yes. the Associated Press. According to a survey they cited, 60% of Americans said we would never touch it. Thank you for the smart 60. Sorry for the silly 40. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anyway, enough said on that. Hit me with some questions. What do we got? What do people want to know? Okay. I hope you can know. I I held this one Uh from Saturday for you because we had technical difficulties. We did. It was tragic program. Not of our own making, by the way. No, it wasn't. It was the station. Hi, Tom and Don. Actually, she said it the other way, but I was really being nice to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. My daughter, oh, it's from a guy. My daughter recently was approved for Social Security Disability. 
since she is young, she falls under the rule that she can't have more than $2,000 in assets. An ABLE account would give her the chance to save and invest up to $100,000 and not have it count toward the asset total. Do you have any experience with ABLE accounts? And if so, is any state's plan better than another or maybe one through Fidelity? who have my IRA and 401k <laughs> speaking of hmm. fidelity thanks in advance i don't Able know the answer else. to that i don't know the i don't know i don't answer. know you know we've never really looked at them no. i mean i know what an able is yep. it, it it it's an account it's a tax advantaged account into which money can be put to help pay for qualified you can't say for anything it, the money has to be used like a uh, a 529 uh, it has to be used for qualified instead of educational expenses, disability That's right. expenses with no tax whatsoever on the earnings. Now, prior to the twenty sixth really, birthday, says by the way. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I'm going to look up a Fidelity Able account because Fidelity's yeah, right there. Big advertisement for them. Yeah, they're uh, they certainly have one. Um, their fees are going to be very reasonable. Their fidelity, um, you can make annual contributions of up to about 16 grand, except there's some, some times when you can make a bigger, bigger contribution. But I would, if, since you're with fidelity already, I just don't think there's going to be a big difference between the plans, particularly at custodians who are battling each other to be preeminent in this industry on, on fees and services offered. And, and if you use their index products or, or, or uh, index style ETFs or index ETFs, uh, you're going to have a good plan. And I, I don't know what they're, I was trying to find their fees. You should be mm-hmm. able to find the fees on their oh, website. That was, that was, See, and, and all you people who said you like his dad jokes. Now, really, no, okay. Some guy yesterday Let's told think, me he did. He specifically said, I don't like your jokes. I said, okay. Well, but you know, we, we had some person say, well, we need to do it. There needs to be an entire show devoted oh, to Tom's bad That's, dad jokes. Oh, that would be horrible. Just horrible. I can't um, even imagine. Let's see. Oh, here's a disclosure. Maybe I can find it here. This is at Fidelity. Uh, okay. Um. Wow, no fees. Don't have a clue. But talk to Fidelity. Make sure you find out what the fees and expenses are. But sure, since you're working with them already, why not continue? I think that makes perfect Easy. sense. Easy. Keep it simple. 855-935-TALK. That is a very important phone number. I want you to write that down because you can call us with your questions too almost any time um, and leave them on the, the system. And then on Fridays, I answer those questions. So we're doing the written questions. These were all sent in via TalkingRealMoney.com. Oh, here's another one for us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, this must be a radio ad someone heard, Tom. Must be. Yeah. None of that ever question surprises is, me. Mm-hmm. I would like to get your opinion of fully paid lending. It's the first I've heard of. Does it have pros and cons? I have two stocks that qualify. Neither pays a dividend. Apparently, what it means is you it's can a, it's lend you're lending out it to your short sellers. Stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can lend yeah. it out to short sellers, um, 
and you get a lending rate. It gets a little bit of interest. I think I mean major mutual funds do this, of course, because it's a source of revenue. Yeah, you can learn. I'm just trying to figure out what the what the uh, the rate what the deal is. Yeah, you have to remember that you're going to get taxed uh, on on any of the income as ordinary income. You're not going to lose your stock, unlike covered call writing, which is a way to generate income off of your stocks. So, again, if this a is hypothetical, stock, yeah, yeah, if this is stock that's, you're going to yeah. own, yep, for a while. Yep. A long while. Why not lend it out? Because it is a way that mutual funds like Vanguard and Dimensional mm-hmm. and Fidelity and all these, that, that's a, another way they add return yep. to their funds is by lending out securities that they know they're going to keep for a very long period of time. And this is particularly prevalent in index funds. So uh, while we don't think you should be owning individual stocks, if you're a normal per, uh, person without several billion dollars, and even then, probably not. Uh, fully paid lending, yeah, I'm looking at it. looks fine. looks safe. What's the downside? There isn't any. Wow. That's literally the first time I've ever heard you say that about anything. I just don't see anything. You can sell. Uh, let's see. Mm, yeah, I just don't see anything. I can't find an interest rate on here, but... Well, because that varies depending on what the margin rate is. I see. Okay. Um, yeah, you got it. You 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 don't. There's a certain amount of time over which you can't get your stock if you needed to sell it right away. But and I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But uh, so it's stock you plan to own for a while. Basically, if that's the case, this is a way to make some extra income off of it. It's done all the time, just not at an individual level, which means you won't make as much as the mutual funds make because TD Ameritrade needs to get a little piece of the action along the way. Let me see if I have interest. They they show everything here in terms of interest rate ranging from 2% to 6% to 25%. Yeah. So Uh, that's kind of crazy. I'm not seeing the – I'm just seeing if somebody else has – the rates because relative value of each security in the lending market. In other words, it's, there's a market. It's, a, for it's supply and demand. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. if yeah. they, if right. a lot of people want the stock, sure. if a yeah. lot of people are shorting a stock sure. that you own, but how long, uh, let's see so how long have, the lock If you have a lot is. of Tesla, for example, today, uh, oh, Netflix, <laughs> I'm coming, just coming up with the ones that, that are of great interest that you might consider uh, those. That's interesting um, strategy. So uh, let's see investment risk. Um, hmm. Yeah. They're just who is eligible. Uh, yeah, anybody pay fees? Uh, no fees. Um, TD Ameritrade. Oh, here we go. They split the loan ah. with you. 50, 50. Wow. 50-50. That's a pretty hefty chunk. Uh, and they're ba- uh, the rates, so the rates vary a lot. They're based on yeah. s- on supply and demand. Of course. Yeah. Um, let's see. You still, I just haven't figured out for how long. 
I, I just don't know the time frame. We're going to have to do some more research into this because it's worth looking into. It's something relatively new. If, if you, you have hold, big, yeah. if you only, but a lot of people though, um, who worked for a corporation for many yeah. years, uh, have stock stocks through ESOP plans and things sure. like that. And, uh, fully stock purchase plans. And it's stock that's hard to get rid of yeah. without kicking yourself into ridiculous brackets. So for those folks, this may be a very good way to do it because otherwise it is hard to do unless you're on an institutional scale. So TD Ameritrade's sharing with you 50-50. Hey, let's see. We got yeah. another wow. question for you. You can, yeah, you can send them in at talkingrealmoney.com or you can call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Um, no, that's just a comment. You can't tell he does these on one. the fly, can you? No, there's a lot of time no. went into selecting the questions. I don't select the questions. I, I take know, them I'm as they come. I'm facetious because, wow. Because I is... just, I don't want anybody to think I'm skipping their questions because I'm okay. not. Oh my gosh, look at this. We are getting to the final day. The final day of March. Is this a question? And Let's we're find getting out. to the final day of April on the real calendar. So, Well, I'm just saying we're, we're making progress on our questions. Yes, we are. Okay, we got it. All right, here we go. We're yeah. on April 1. We okay. are oh, now no officially fooling. in April. Okay. No right. fooling. And I'm right. thinking, I'm hoping this is a real question. I bet it's a big fat joke, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're funny. Yeah. My dog and I listen to your podcast just about every day. I thought you said this was serious. Come on. We really uh, enjoy your show. <laughs> the dog, particularly. Do we have a whistle or something he likes or My, she likes? Yeah. yeah. Good boy. Okay. Come on. Come on, yeah. girl. Boy, I don't know what kind you are. Come, on. Come over here. You listening? You and Mike listening to the podcast? Come yeah. here, Mike's dog. Mike's dog. Come Is on. Is this a question? If it's a question from Mike's dog, then I'm worried. Okay. I'm just going to put no, that No, no. This is from Mike's wife oh. and Mike. Okay. My oh. wife and I sold our small business in 2017. Mm -hmm. We worked really hard, saved as much as we could, and were very fortunate to retire after a transition period of about a year and a half. I was 49. She was 59. Good for you. Fast forward to 2022. We're sitting on a nice little nest egg of about 4.7 million at Fidelity with a four fund portfolio that's roughly 80% stocks, 20% bonds. I feel very comfortable with that asset allocation. Of that amount, we each have about 2 million in our rollover IRAs. For the last three years, we've been doing Roth conversions of about $100,000 per year. We'd like to continue to do so. My question is, what proportion of the conversion should be done in her account versus my account because of our age difference? Logic tells me that I should favor my account, which has the possibility to double twice before I need to take RMDs. However, her RMDs are only 10 years away. Hmm, a little longer now. 13. Which could have at least one more doubling before she reaches 72. Yeah, she's 59. Okay. So the obvious solution is not to ignore either one of these accounts and split the conversion between the two accounts. I haven't been able to find any online calculators which would be able to help me with this math in order to calculate the ideal ratio for the split. I did a spreadsheet and used a 6% return, which is pretty conservative. Uh, anyway, I run the numbers. We still have an astounding amount of money left in our IRAs when RMD time rolls around. I understand all of the possible problems a person could have 
of all the problems a person could have, this is an excellent problem. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. Okay. Some general advice. Number one, you have the cash to pay the taxes. So that's good because I, I still see people paying the tax out of qualified money. That's a mistake. Don't do that. Number two, um, here's the way I would look at it. I don't know what he didn't talk about or she, their income today or the dog. Uh, Well, they're retired. They're retired. So, but maybe they have a pension. In other words, what, because here's the way I look at it. He's 49. He doesn't have a pension. I don't think. Okay. So I would look at my current tax rate, whatever it is, maybe if it's zero, God bless. I would, I would never trade above the next tax bracket. In other words, I would say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to convert everything I can up to the, I always forget the lowest. Is it 12? Um, but I'm not going to do over that. That's one. Number two, you're thinking about time is exactly right. However, I would in, inverse that. I would do more of hers. Because, because it's coming have, up sooner. Correct. You've got more time. He has more time to yours. convert. Exactly. So I would do more of hers. And remember. Yeah, I I, th- I was going to say the same thing. I, I the, the he's, His is going to have to come out sooner. I'm sorry. Hers is going to have to come out sooner than his 10 years sooner, maybe even more because they're raising, they're talking about raising the RMD age. That's, I was just getting to that. They might be lifting that to 75. Well, the house has passed that legislation. So I would do more on her. I would not Mm -hmm. exceed. I would never go above the tax bracket that I'm in. And you already had mentioned that you have cash from a sale of business to pay the taxes. That's how I'd look at it. Yeah, because um, often the best solution is the middle solution, and this really does feel like more of a middle solution with a little bit of bias toward protecting the monies that are going to come become uh, subject to RMD sooner than later. So I think Tom is. And can I make a right. can I just tiny little bit of self promotion? We actually yeah. have software that does this. We do. We do. It's well, new nice. tax. It's holistic plan tax software where we can put all this in and say, here's what the software, here's what it says about when to do conversions, how much, et cetera, et cetera. So if you, if you, if you go online and you ask for a meeting with a vestry by Appella advisor, we'll run that for you. There you go. Yeah. So check it out. Yeah. At vestry.com. That's my promotion of the day. Well, well no, not you'll be entire one. You'll be promoting retirement yeah, in a I know. minute, You're too. Right. Thank you. You're right. That's not entirely true. So close. All right. Yeah. This is kind of a short question, and yeah. I don't want I, – I, we're not going to go through all of the funds individually, but I think we can kind of take a peek at them a little bit. Uh, okay. Because it's to do them all, it's a list, and I lists are kind of boring, but we're going to take the question because I think it's relevant. Um, he says, I'm curious – if my small, quiet, private capital management group isn't wasting my money on fees, I inherited $1.2 million. And I, oh, not, I'm sorry, they, they, not he, the company he works with, the, the, the advisory firm, put it yep. in Charles Schwab funds that are no load and no fee. Well, that's not true. That Everything has an true. expense. Rate. Well, no, that's not true. Fee. No, fidelity zero. Well, fidelity zero is not on this list, so therefore. All right, but but we said everything, and yeah. someone will fidelity write us and zero say, no, is a these gimmick, are free. Though, yeah, I I concur, yeah. but okay. Anyway, so all right. yes, so, all so things here, at Schwab do. Yes, you you 
you might recognize a symbol. You might not. I just, you know, I don't know that that is all that important, but, um, yeah, I'm a little worried about a couple of things, just starting with one fund that I do happen to know. Um, they said that they're, they're no load. Okay. That is true. They are not no fee. I can tell from the first fund, which is B E X F X Tom B E X. I know you don't know that. Well, I don't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't have to know that. Not it's barren, barren, barren oh, emerging markets retail. Yeah. No, that's okay. going to be that's going to be now, expensive, almost guaranteed. Exactly. Here's the problem: your advisor has now lied to you. Ah, you know what the expense ratio is on that fund? Yeah, I, I already know. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. One, I've got. I'm showing one point three five. That is absolutely correct, sir. That's, you uh, wait. Here's the next one: B C A A X. The Brandywine Global Corporate uh, Credit Fund. Now, how much should be, a bond fund? How much should that's a bond gonna be fund more than, cost? That'll be more than 1% too, almost guaranteed. No, it's 0. 0.85. All right. 0. Well. 0.85, but it's a bond fund for heaven's sake. Yeah, that's. Uh, now, we, now, by the way, we're, we're talking about actively managed funds here so far. Yep. Next one is Diamond Hill Large Cap Investors. Never even heard of them. Actively managed, 0.96. Uh, now, it does sound like they're not telling the whole truth so well, far, this doesn't is it? what happens, right? Oh, and you know this one. You know this one. It's a goondlatch. It's a oh, goondlatch. Double line what? Low duration bond. So it's a, it's a short-term bond fund. Yep. Now, what is what is a short term bond fund cost at Vanguard? What less than less than half of uh, less than five basis points usually? I was going like to say that. yeah, like five or four or three yeah. or something. Well, yeah. for the yeah. for the privilege of having Jeffly 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 Goodlatch, I'll run your fund. You get to pay how much? Seven tenths of one percent. And by the way, we this because this came up a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the bond market having an awful year. We decided to look at the smart people like Jeffrey Gunlach and the people at PIMCO to see how smart they'd been in this difficult bond market. They lost just as much as the indexes because they, they they couldn't position themselves any better to prevent the fallout from uh, rising rates. Now, um, I just I wasn't going to go through all these, but I can't help it now because I'm having so much fun. No, the next one. The next one is J.P. Morgan International Equity. <laughs> You're getting the message here. JP Morgan uh, International Equity is uh, uh, 1%. Russell Investors Global Equity is 1%. Mm -hmm. uh, these are all, well, so far, I, I can't say all because I haven't gone through them all. I'm going to go down here to this. Okay, one. but what is I think the question? This may be here? the only reasonable price. Uh, let's see. What This is the Schwab SP. That's the only reasonable price one in there. So the question is basically yeah. Yeah. are they wasting my money on fees? They also yes. charge. Half a percent to handle my money for me. What? So you're paying on that one fund, you're paying almost 2% of your assets. Yes, that's way too much. Yeah. They're, way and, too and, much. and it sounds to me like this may be a uh, private money management group at a major company like JP Morgan Chase or something. But I don't know. 
I don't and what, know. Are they, what um, are they golfing with Ron Barron or something? Nobody's buying the Barron funds anymore since 1985. Well, but you see, they're Come they're on. they're sm- Tom. You, sorry, you forget I, this industry. They these guys are out there saying to their clients, "We are going to pick the best funds for you." This is the problem. People mm. want the best. They don't yeah. want the average. They want the good ones. And I want somebody who can find the best ones. Yeah. And yeah. of course, this person I've been talking to seems so much smarter than everybody else. So yeah. they must be able to pick the best ones. For example, that Barron's Emerging Markets Fund has 112 stocks in it. The, but only the, uh, the best emerging market stocks, right? right? Exactly. Not, not the rest of those. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't want to own the, the other ones. That's the problem. The the uh, the emerging markets stock fund at Vanguard, the Admiral shares, because I got to f- compare funds to funds. It's the only fair thing to do. Uh, the Vanguard, the Vanguard Emerging Markets Fund costs 0.14 or one tenth the price and holds 900 one securities. Tenth the price. Is that what they have? 900 I'm, securities. That's a Let's see. Let I'm betting check. it's somewhere around. Oh no there. no! Try try again. Oops oops oops. Way like low. A, I th- I way like low. A, I thought it was somewhere south of a uh, thousand, but okay. No, forty four hundred. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, that surprises me. Why? So here's what you're getting. You're getting a picker, a fund picker, a manager picker. You're paying them half a percent per year. If that's true, I, I wouldn't even count on that being true because of the statement they said that there are no fees on the funds. <laughs> no, actually, maybe what they said was there's no fees. That what they what they question was were these outlandish fees? Were there outlandish fees? Well, the that there answer, are. Yes. Yeah, crazy, insane. Literally, in today's world, no reason to pay that to anybody. Absolutely not. Oh my gosh, should I do this? I'm gonna do it. I'm no. just gonna put it in it. Yes, I'm doing it. I'm doing one more before we go. This okay. is one of those people. Oh my. Remember when somebody <laughs> called us and said, or, t- or sent us a note saying that um, something about the the dollar and or the bond? I don't remember. He said in res- Oh no, this was in. Re- oh, never mind. I'm not going to read it. Okay, because it was my our response to him, and he's telling us we're dead wrong. So what, well, I want to know what we're wrong about. All right, we're wrong. He said your response to my comment about the mathematical certainties of falling interest rates. Remember, he said rates must go down. Is an irredeemable is an irredeemable currency system, the dollar. Oh, he's saying the dollar is irredeemable. Oh, you said the U.S. Treasuries are only purchased by free market participants. I don't think we said only free market participants. No, I don't remember we? saying that. But no, okay. I think we said it is a free market in which we can buy and sell those securities, and that is true. But they're not uh, the only it, ones buying them, no. We're not the only ones buying them. He said no. this is a false assertion. The Federal Reserve has at many yes, times been the I, only buyer of U.S. government debt. In very dire economic circumstances, that is, in fact, true, sir. You're right, but that's not what we said. The Federal Reserve sets interest rates for the entire economy. No, they don't. They set short-term bank overnight rates. That's it. Nothing else. The rest is set by the market. You saying they don't is an intellectually dishonest position. No, it's not. No, sir, that is an actually honest position. There is no way the U.S. government can pay interest on $30 trillion in debt. Okay. All right. You know, okay. You know what? This is an irrefutable mathematical certainty. Okay. Well, 
Pay your taxes and get on with it then. It start, oh, and here's the last line. It's starting to dawn on me that you guys, though well-intentioned, don't actually understand economic theory no, we that well. We know nothing about economic theory, period. Which is fine. Yeah, okay. I understand your podcast is really for the entry-level listener, not smart oh. people like me. Ooh. No, he didn't say that. I implied that last part. <laughs> I was going to make bond a political comment will, there, but I'm going to leave it go. <laughs> bond yields will be lower in the future, he says. So be comfortable. Okay. They right. will be lower. They will be. They, they will, will be. be. Okay. It's guaranteed. Okay. I'm so unless this guy is uh, a friend of Ken French, he's from the same state oh. in which Ken French teaches. Unless you are a uh, tenured professor at that August College in New Hampshire, um, I think I'm not going to necessarily pay a lot of attention to your opinion. It is an opinion, and opinions are valuable. Don't poo-poo opinions but you're not speaking facts. Can I add one thing here? You can add anything you want. Okay. Here's the thing. You want actual facts, actual information you can use, not speculative what the future is going to look like. Yeah. I want those. Join us Saturday, May 14th for retire meet virtually or in person. What will we meet there? We're going to meet the, 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 the future of your dreams. The, <laughs> isn't that what you always say? I mean, yeah, we're going to meet. I do. I just the reality I didn't know if you were dreams. paying attention. <laughs> I'll tell you a story about that in just a moment. But um, the reality is, you're going to get real information on everything from investing to retirement income to Social Security to long term care to housing, all these things in one spot, one time. And if you can't come to Bellevue, Washington, yeah, we get it because you're in Kentucky. We'd love to come to Kentucky sometime. We're not going to, we're not doing that. Are you denigrating Kentucky? They not at have, all. They have incredible bourbon. And Horses. the grass is great or something. But anyway, no, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing any of that. It's a beautiful state. I just talked to a fine gentleman there yesterday. So um, uh-huh. the re- that's probably why I came to mind. Join us. Sign up, retiremeet.com. It's free virtually. If you come to Bellevue, yeah, there's a little charge because we've got to pay for the sandwiches and We've been down in the basement making peanut butter and jelly for the last two weeks. It takes time. And even if you attend live in Bellevue, it's virtually free, given all that you get. That's a good see? point. But you get you to got see free parking. Don can- is actually cutting up his robe and giving away pieces of it at the event. Take advantage of that. So rather than just I'm, touching I'm, it, my wife is making piece. me my wife is making me wear yeah. a suit and a tie. No. What? Yeah, she told me I have to wear a tie. She's tired of you upstaging me. She said she was tired of it. <laughs> oh, this is going to fix it in She's one fell it. swoop? She's over you. <laughs> I love Damn it. it. I Tom love always it. has a tie on. You're putting one <laughs> oh, on. Oh, stop it. Anyway, right. join us. Retire me. That's just like two weeks away. So if Don's going to buy a tie. I think it's high time you sign no, up. I, so. I'm not buying a tie. Oh, you own one? I'm grabbing one that I've had for a while. You could have borrowed one. Of, I have like. A hundred, as you know. I think you this is when I wore to a funeral once. Oh, so. this is comforting. This is a funeral tile. So tile, join us. Tile, tile. That's tile. enough time for today. We've oh, Lord. misanswered so many questions we can't Just answer anymore. We picked on Fidelity, and now you had to learn about Tom, Don's Tom's tie. So leave it at that. Thanks for joining us. tie it is. I can't remember. All right. So we're out of here. We're going to end this thing, but we'll do another one for you tomorrow, probably. Good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. As my grandmother used to say, she was born in Southern Kansas. She was born in Kansas. She was bred in Kansas. Uh, Okay, got to go. Thanks. I'm Don. That's Tom talking real money. 
hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. And to keep the lawyers happy.